Okay, Stephen Key here, and today I have a special topic. I want to talk about service providers, people that can help you along your journey to commercializing your inventions. Early on, when I started out, I knew there's no way I was going to be able to do everything myself, so I was going to need some help. I actually partnered with uh, Russell Hicks early on, and Russell I met at World's Wonder, and he did all the illustrations for Teddy Ruxpin, and this guy was fantastic. And I knew I needed help because I could come up with ideas, but I couldn't really bring them to life. And Russell could because he could illustrate anything and everything. So that was a great partnership, and it worked out beautifully. I get questions all the time. Steve, can you please uh, tell us uh, what service providers that could help me along the journey? And I want to do this video on how to select service providers because you're going to need some help. You cannot do everything yourself. So first thing, number one, if you're dealing with anybody out there, maybe you need a prototype or maybe you need a, a file for a patent or maybe you need CAD drawings. I don't care what it is. If someone is pressuring you to sign up for their program or their service and they're calling you constantly and they're just pressuring you to make a decision quickly. That is a red flag. Never be pressured to do anything quickly. You need to kick the tires on anybody you're going to work with. And you also need to sleep on it. You need to ask some questions. You need to get some references, all those type of things. So number one, don't be pressured in making decisions, especially when it comes to your invention quickly. Okay, number two, there's going to be a few service providers out there that are going to so fear that if you don't hurry up and file that patent or if you don't hurry up and do something quickly, someone's going to steal your idea. They're going to beat you to the punch or they're going to take your idea and someone's going to come up with the same idea and, and, and bring it to the market quicker than you are. There's a lot of people out there that are going to sell fear. And it bothers me that they're doing that because you should never be fearful. You should be careful, but never fearful. So if someone is selling you fear, like, hey, you better get a patent on that, or hey, you better hurry up before someone else does it, that's another red flag. Don't. Educate yourself. Get, grab some great information on, the, on this YouTube channel or maybe reading articles. Whatever you have to do. But do not let fear push you into making decisions quickly. You have to educate yourself once again. Okay, I have a lot of these, so just bear with me. Number three, if a company has changed their name, that's a red flag to me. You see, if, if, you're, if you started a company and you're a service provider and for some reason, I mean, that takes a long time. It takes a, a long time to build goodwill with your name. It just does. So when I see a company changing their name, it, it's a red flag to me. Why do they change the name? Usually if they change the name, this is just my opinion, that maybe they want to run away from their, their other name or, or maybe for some reason uh, they think that their name has a bad reputation. So please, number three, if a company has changed their name, ask them why if you're going to contact them. Why did they change the name? Or kind of look down um, or look on the internet. Do, do a little bit of Googling and see if you can look at the old name and see what pops up. It's hard to hide today if you've done something wrong. Everything's on the internet, 
So please do your homework. Okay, number four, we're talking about service providers. Another red flag. If you're reaching out to somebody and for some reason they're talking about the competition and maybe they're tearing down the competition to make them look better, that's another red flag. No one should tear down the competition. Service providers, they all have maybe their strength and maybe their weakness, but when anybody is poking someone else in the eye, it really says a lot about them. So don't listen to those people. Uh, take it with a grain of salt, but you shouldn't have to tear someone else's company down or their service to make you look better. It's a red flag. That's number four. Okay, number five. I hear this all the time and I have to kind of laugh at this, but every once in a while someone will say, look, we won't send you an invoice. We only get paid when you get paid. I, I love when I hear this because you know what it tells me? It tells me that you need them or you think you need them or they're trying to convince you that you need them to help you become successful and they're only going to get paid when you get paid. So that means they're going to attach themselves to your income, to your royalty. I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Companies that say this or individuals that say this, I don't really, I think it's old school. I think it's an old marketing technique. I think it's old and tired. I don't think it works. You don't have to share your royalties with anybody. Also, no one is going to work as hard as you and you can do it yourself. You don't need these service providers that have the inside track or the ones they say they, they've got the connections or they're going to take you maybe to a trade show and display your your product. That's ridiculous. It's old. It's tired. It's never worked. So when someone says, hey, we're going to share in the royalties or we only get paid when you get paid, it puts a smile on my face. Don't believe it. It's just a way to, to hook you into their system huh, and give you bad advice. So there you go. All right. Number six. It's number six. If you see people out there, service providers that are constantly advertising, to me, that's a red flag. If you're truly good at what you do, you don't need to advertise. No, you don't need to advertise at all. You're too busy to advertise. You don't have to go on constantly talking about who you are and all your accomplishments and all that kind of great stuff. When that happens, when people are putting their resume out there, look at what I've done and they're advertising, they're just not that busy. I don't believe their resumes when I see it that way. I think it's, I don't know what it is. Maybe they're trying to get out there. Maybe they're trying to sell too hard. But if you're really good at something, people are going to line up out your door. You're going to be, you're going to be picky who you pick and who you don't pick. You're going to be choosy because you're busy. Busy people, companies that are extremely good at what they do, don't advertise. All right, number seven. There's going to be a lot of service providers out there that are going to claim that they have access to the right people. They're going to claim that they can get you in front of the buyers or they're going to claim that they can get you in front of the right manufacturers. They're going to claim that they know everybody and they have complete access. Don't buy into it. I don't believe it at all. In fact, you can get to anybody today. If you're a professional, if you're if you're on LinkedIn, if you're educating yourself, if you have the right knowledge, education, you can reach out to anybody and get to anybody. When someone is selling access, you know what they're selling? They're not selling anything is what they're doing. They're trying to sell you something. Maybe it's a booth or maybe it's a, some type of 
webinar. I don't know what it is. You guys, you don't have to pay for access today. You can get to anybody. So don't believe it. Do your own homework because you want to you want to get the access yourself. You don't want someone in between helping you with the access. You have to feel confident that you deserve your, you deserve to be at the table. You can do it yourself. So if someone is going to be a door opener for you, don't believe it. All they're looking for is to get paid somehow, and they're not that helpful. Okay, number eight. Okay, there's going to be a lot of service providers, or there's going to be a lot of companies you're going to reach out to. And any company that's got a third party that's reviewing your products, maybe they hired a contractor or independent guy to review their product submissions. I know there's quite a few of those guys out there. They claim that they're their expert. They claim that they can see a hit and they can see a, a hit a mile away. Don't believe it. It's another layer of a middleman. You, you're trying to get rid of middlemen. You don't need a middleman. And that's exactly what this is. When a company that's looking at outside inventions, outside submissions, and they have embraced open innovation, but they've hired a third party to review them. That's crazy. That doesn't work. That third party, that independent person, no way they can do the volume. They can do a good job. There's no way they know everything that's happening within the company. It's ridiculous. You want to submit company. You want to submit to companies that have an internal product submission department. That's right, that they look at it, they bring a team in, and a lot of different people are looking at it. Not just one person that thinks he knows it all. It does not work that way. So if you see that, that type of service provider, don't believe it. It's just a smokescreen. It's just another layer. It's a middleman. It does not work. Okay, so what else can you do to avoid getting scammed or taken advantage of or being overpromised? What could you do to avoid these service providers that are just going to sell you something that just doesn't work? Number one, here you go. Always, always type in the person's name or the name of the company on Google, type in lawsuits, type in complaints, and dig around. Now, what you're going to find, um, if they've done something wrong or not appropriate, you're going to find that someone's going to say, someone's going to talk about it and they're going to complain about it because you can, you can complain about everything these days. But be careful when you do that. The first couple of pages, you might not find it. You might have to dig a little bit deeper because these companies are really good at hiding some of the things that have gone wrong. But also, if you do see something that's, that's wrong, read it very carefully because sometimes people complain about anything and it's not even a fair complaint. No one's perfect at this and people are going to make mistakes. You just want to find a company that's got a good reputation, that doesn't have a history of problems that you can find on the internet. Number two, make sure if they've got a website, hopefully they've got a website, that there's some testimonials up there that are actually current, not old testimonials, testimonials from 10 years ago, maybe not ones that are at least three years old. Make sure they're current. Make sure they're actually helping people using the latest techniques, the latest strategies, and they're helping people today. They're helping people commercialize their inventions, and they have testimonials that aren't just that one or two sentences. They have testimonials that go on that really explain the personals, the person's experience that they've had working for, for that particular service providers. Testimonials are real, but please look them over and make sure they have enough and make sure they are current. 
Here you go, guys. Number three, get referrals. I think it's really important that whoever you're going to have someone do some work for you, get, get a few referrals. Call those people up. Ask them about their experience that they've had with the service provider. If a company will not give you any referrals, that's a red flag. And make sure it's three or maybe four four people. Call them up and just have a nice conversation. You're not trying to dig too deep, but just say, hey, how was my experience? Were you treated fairly? Did you get the service from them that they said they were going to provide? It's a great way. It's very easy to do. And that's number three. Okay, number four. I think it's number four. Yeah, number four. When you're checking out a service provider, make sure they're on social media. Make sure they're on LinkedIn. Maybe they have a Facebook or Instagram. It's really a simple test. If any service provider is not actively on social media, that's a red flag for me. Because if they're not on social media, it tells me that they don't want that type of exposure. They don't want to interact with the public. If, if you're a company that's doing a good job, you're going to be on social media and you're going to be interacting with the with customers. It's just it's just obvious. It's good marketing today. I mean, in fact, it's really important marketing today. So companies that are not on social media, it just tells me that most likely they're going to have people that are going to be poking them in the eye for things that they've done and they want to avoid it. That's why they're not on social media. So that's another red flag. Okay, number five, what I want you to do is just realize that a lot of these super service providers are going to have affiliate programs. They're going to have relationships with other types of companies too. I've noticed that when a company is not providing a good service, they usually kind of band together with other companies that are not providing a good service. For some reason, what do they say? Birds of a feather flock together. They do because they're in the same type of game of taking advantage of people. So if you find if you find this one company that's got a little checkered past and they're dealing with all these other companies, there's a very good chance that um, maybe some of the other ones, some of their friends or affiliates are probably playing the same game. So just be careful. Okay, number six, and I'm getting tired doing this video. Number six, there's going to be a lot of organizations that are going to be on the internet and some of these organizations do a really good job. They've been around for many, many years. And there's some organizations that I don't think are really providing any really type of service. Um, and these organizations could even include 501c3s, these so-called nonprofits that are supposed to be so honest. Some of these nonprofits um, don't really help. There's no education on their site. Um, they're just helping their sponsors and or maybe their board of directors or maybe their service providers are on the board of directors. So they're kind of just feeding business to them. Um, but you can always recognize those type of companies um, because if you go to their, their websites, look and see what they're providing. Are they educating? Um, what are they doing to really help? Because if, they, if they're really out there helping, they're educating and, and they're showing it and they should also have some testimonials, maybe some referrals. They should have all those things that show that they truly do care and not just servicing their sponsors or board of directors. It makes no sense whatsoever. So whoever you're looking at on the Internet, make sure they're the real deal and they're really trying to help you. OK, number seven, get everything in writing. If you're going to hire someone that to provide some type of service, make sure you know what they're going to provide and make sure there's a timeline on what they're going to provide. But get everything in writing. 
and make sure that when you have that conversation with them, and I'm probably on the phone, but these days, maybe on Zoom, look at them in the eye. I always like to kind of know the person I'm going to be working with. And the best way to do this, do it on a Zoom, do it on a Skype. You can tell a lot about someone just by looking at them and see if they're going to be the real deal. But just in case, get everything in writing and make sure there's a timeline of what they're going to deliver, right? And make sure it's pretty tight and you know exactly what you're going to get. And also, here's another tip. Don't give them all the money up front right? Maybe you pay for half of it at the very beginning and maybe a little bit more in the middle. And, and at the very end, when it's completed, you give them the lump sum. I don't care how you divide it up, but don't just give them all the money at the very beginning. You have to give them a little incentive to work hard for you. So get everything in writing. And that's number seven. Number eight. I believe before you hire any service provider, educate yourself. Right. I know a lot of us out there are going to need some help. I needed some help and you're going to probably need some help, too. So but before you hire anybody, learn a little bit about what type of service they're going to be providing you. So it kind of matches up exactly what you need and they're going to provide that. If you educate yourself, you'll ask, you'll ask better questions. You'll know what to expect and you'll be able to find a better service provider. So educate yourself. It's very, very important on the whole process. So when you need somebody, you need the right person to deliver the right product at the right time at the right price. So do your homework. Okay, this has been a long video and I'm tired. So I'm going to summarize it. You guys, you're going to need at some time during this journey, you cannot do everything yourself. I know that you're going to need to educate yourself. And at some time you're going to need some help. That's okay. We all do. I've had help along my journey repeatedly, but I've learned this. You have to slow it down. Don't be rushed into any of this. Take your time, educate yourself, do some homework on anybody you're going to work with. Kick the tires, get good referrals, look at their testimonials, make sure they're current. And those are really simple things to do. Everything's on the Internet these days. And just look at it and do a background check. It's really simple to do. It's not hard. Also realize there's probably going to be a lot of people out there that are giving free advice, just like this video. But make sure if they're giving free advice, they have done the work. They have made a living doing this. They've done it not just with the one idea, maybe not two, maybe not three. Maybe they've done made a living doing it so they know the big picture and make sure whoever's doing it, that they are current, that they've been in the game long enough. They, they know what's right, and what's wrong and how to navigate the, the bumpy roads along the way. Just because there's free advice doesn't mean you want to take it because it can be extremely expensive. So this is Stephen Key. Thank you for watching these videos and tell your friends and subscribe down below. I'll see you next time.